one, two. Check one, two, one, two. Good. You ready? This is all. Hey, it's Cassidy Pope, Gabby Barrett. It's Darius Rucker. Country. Hey, y'all, this is Luke Bryan. We're Runaway June. It's Scotty McCreary. Hey, it's Russell Dickerson here. News. Big news for Lainey Wilson, new music from Old Dominion, and an interview with Mackenzie Carpenter. I'm Rebecca Porter, and here's everything you need to know in country music for the week of October 9th, 2023. This week's episode of the All Country News podcast is brought to you by Good Sentiments. The candle line partnering with your favorite artists to create custom scents that benefit the charity of their choice. Get yours at shopgoodsentiments.com now. And now for the hottest news in country this week. Congratulations are in order for Lainey Wilson, who just received her fifth consecutive number one song at Country Radio with Watermelon Moonshine. I am such a fan of hers. I know I've talked about that quite a bit here on the podcast, but I really just can't say enough about her. I think she's so incredibly talented, and I love this song. To me, it is a absolute hit, so I'm not surprised at all that it's gone number one, and I'm not surprised at all that this is her fifth consecutive number one. She is just taking the country world by storm. She is going to be someone that we talk about, you know, like Reba and Dolly one day far off in the future. That's how legendary I think she's going to be. So if for some reason you've been living under a rock and haven't checked out her discography yet, please make sure you do. She is incredible. More congratulations are in order for Russell Dickerson and his wife, Kaylee, who just welcomed their second son, Radford Arthur. The photos are absolutely adorable. They posted them up on their socials. Make sure you check that out now. You can also check them out over on allcountrynews.com. Morgan Wallen's One Thing at a Time has surged back to number one for the 16th week on the Billboard 200. Now, that is pretty insane considering that country music usually never gets this much recognition on the Billboard charts, so pretty incredible to see. But that's not the only Morgan Wallen news I have for you. He recently shared a story about how a call from his mama during a write with Thomas Rhett is what sparked their new song, Mama's House. I think it's such a great story, and I think it just goes to show how you can draw inspiration from anything, which I think so incredible. Make sure you give it a listen. Hardy's wife Kaylee is giving us all a peek back at her Hardy-themed bachelorette party. Make sure you check that out now on allcountrynews.com. Speaking of Hardy, he recently announced the cancellation of tour dates due to immense anxiety. He spoke about it on his socials, saying that he needed time to focus on him, which I think is something that so many of us can relate to, and it's really important to see artists talking about their mental health. I think there's a stigma around mental health, especially with men. So I think it's really great that he came out to talk about this and you can see the full release up on his Instagram page now. Tracy Lawrence announced the 18th annual Mission Possible Turkey Fry and Benefit Concert. 
for such a wonderful cause and so incredible that it's already in its 18th year. It'll feature, of course, Tracy Lawrence and Lee Bryce and Priscilla Block. The show will be on November 21st, so if you are looking to attend, make sure you check it out ASAP. There's no way these tickets won't sell out. And we have a pre-sale code for you for those tickets now. It's all caps, TURKEY23. Jelly Roll officially made his late night debut on The Tonight Show starring Jimmy Fallon with a pretty incredible performance of fan favorite Halfway to Hell. We have all the footage from that, including a really cute video from his wife up on allcountrynews.com now. Emily Ann Roberts teamed up with Vince Gill and Ricky Skaggs for one of the best songs of the year. It's called Still Searching, and it comes off her latest album, Can't Hide Country. The track has one of my favorite instruments on it, and that is the fiddle, and that to me is country beyond, and I just really love this one. It has great lyrics, and the way the song is put together is just absolutely spectacular. Make sure you check it out. And speaking of traditional country sound, we have an incredible release for you. It is from Old Hickory and is called Tuesday Nights at the Scoreboard. The song came to be after popular weekly gigs at the famous Scoreboard Bar and Grill in Nashville. And I absolutely love that that's how the name came to be. We have incredible footage from that up again on allcountrynews.com. Let's get to some new music this week. Have to kick things off with Old Dominion, who is offering up a really introspective look at love in their latest album, Memory Lane. And I just love everything about this album and am also obsessed with the cover. I am a huge animal lover and it features some really cute ones and a brilliant sunset. But this album really is just top to bottom perfection. It's another one that I truly don't want to pick favorites on. So this is me telling you this is your must listen for the week. Make sure you check it out. Speaking of incredible album releases, Colby Calais released her album Along the Way, and it is another one that is so, so incredible. I have been a fan of hers since she released her infamous single Bubbly, and I just think she's so special. She has such a unique presence in the genre, I feel, and her collaboration with Cheryl Crow, which we've talked about on a past episode, really is just so, so incredible. And if you haven't gotten a chance to yet, please listen to this album. It is another must-listen for the week. John Morgan released his debut EP titled Remember Us. He is a prolific songwriter in the Nashville world, but now he is coming out as this incredible artist, and I love so many of the tracks on this one, and a favorite is definitely Ain't Been There Yet. I also absolutely love Friends Like That, so make sure you check it out. Caleb Seth released his new single, Wildfire, and it's one of those tracks that, pun absolutely intended, is going to spread like wildfire. He is a really incredible artist who is genre-blending R&B, a little bit of pop, I would say, and country music, and he has just been taking the scene by storm. He's so talented. Make sure you check this one out. 
Zach John brings his southern pop sound to the masses with his new track, Just Missed You. This song is really great. It's super laid back and it is all about heartbreak and kind of just being a part of a couple that, you know, wasn't at the right time or the right place. And I think that's something that a lot of us can relate to. It is another one to add to your weekly playlist. Zandy Hollop's debut single, Gas Station Flowers, is out, and this one is going to hit you all in the feels. Not only is this song just, like, so heart-wrenching, and it's, you know, it's all about just not wanting to be alone and taking that person back, you know, no matter what they do, because you don't want to be alone, and you'll even take Gas Station Flowers. And it's just really a wonderful song, but also... She grew up in a musical family and found her voice in musical theater, and you can definitely hear that. She has a spectacular voice. Make sure you check it out. Annie Bosco released two new tracks. First one is Boots On. This song is full of sass. It is like a girl power anthem, which I know a lot of us girls are looking for in the country music world, and it really is just a fun song. The next track is called Neon Baby, and this is like one of those songs you'll hear at a honky-tonk, and like everyone will be singing along and dancing, so both super fun tracks. Definitely check these ones out. Reba McIntyre, the legend herself, just released her new album called Not That Fancy, and it features incredible acoustic versions of hits as well as fan favorites. And y'all know I love acoustic songs, so this is like my bread and butter, but also Reba. I have always loved her since I was a little girl, and you know, we have that special redhead connection. So obviously, this is me telling you another must listen for the week. Dylan Scott released his latest track, I'll Be a Bartender, and this one is super fun. It'll definitely have you up on your feet and moving, and we all love those, so put this on with your friends and dance. I've got another super fun track for you that you're definitely going to want to add to your playlist. It is Matt Stell, Breaking in Boots. This one, like you could add it to your workout playlist even. That is how high energy and fun this one is. Mike and the Moon Pies released a new live album titled Live from the Devil's Backbone Tavern. And there are 22 songs on this album. If you're like me and you love a live recording, you are going to absolutely eat this up. It is so fun and will make you feel like you're there at the show. Darius Rucker honored his mother, releasing his first album in six years with the highly anticipated Carolyn's Boy. And this album is so special. I think Darius Rucker is one of the most incredible artists in music, not just country, today. And he has just got the most killer voice. I will never be over it. I will never not love everything he puts out. He could literally just release an album singing like the alphabet and children's song, and it would still be one of the best things we've all ever heard. Again, I can't pick certain tracks for you to listen to because this album is top to bottom unreal. Make sure you check it out. You can listen to the new music out this month on our All Country News Spotify playlist. 
Next, we need to talk about our video of the week. Video of the week. This week's video is Zach Top, There's the Sun. This video is really great. It's super simple. It takes place out in the country at a house with some dogs, him on a front porch playing his guitar. So really simple, but super beautiful. Make sure you check that out. You can watch it all now on allcountrynews.com or anywhere you follow us on social media. I am so excited to throw it over to Bobby Dixon and Mackenzie Carpenter. I want to kick things off. You're having a big week. You are being featured on your girlfriend's album here at the end of the week, Miss Megan Maroney. So about how it feels to have another Georgia girl in your corner. Oh my goodness. It's so special. Like I'm so thankful for my relationship, friendship, like songwritership, all the things with Megan. She is obviously just a superstar. And it's just so fun that like when we were writing a lot of these songs on her first record, you know, it was like, we don't know like what's going to happen or where it's going to go. And then it all went up. (laughs) And so to be a part of that is so special. And like, the four of us, you know, we call Jimmy James, our little squad, Ben, Mike, and Megan, like we just, the, the main thing that we do is have fun together. And so we, this song that's coming out on Friday, nothing crazy. It was actually like one of the first, if not the first ever songs that we wrote together, the four of us. Oh my gosh. And so it says Jimmy James in the song. And that's like where that whole thing came from. So we're all so pumped. Like, we're like, this is like the OG. We're so excited. It's so fun for me to be featured on it. Like, it's just, it's all fun. Yeah. Yeah. I'm super excited. But when I was kind of learning about you, we have something in common. We grew up singing in church. You probably sang a lot better than I did. My choir director was finally like, Bobby, maybe this isn't for you. (laughs) (laughs) Um, But how do you feel like growing up in church, you mean, surrounded by that kind of community really helped to kickstart your love of music? You know, my dad was actually a pastor. And so, yes, the church that I grew up at, it was called Compass and he pastored it. And I think that it was so crucial to who I am today and fostering the community that I have, like you said, because the church that I grew up at was in an old newspaper warehouse. It was across from the Waffle House in our town and the Coors Light factory in our town. And it was like, He said, I want anyone who's anywhere on Saturday night to be able to show up on Sunday morning and feel comfortable and welcome and like they have a place. And so just growing up in an environment like that, where it's like, come one, come all and like, let's do this together. I think that that has like shaped me time and time again through, you know, growing up through school, now through the music industry, like there's room for everyone and we can do it together, you know? I love it. So I think what's also super special is we've gotten to see you a handful of times. And one of the times we saw you, your brother was playing with you. Yes. About, I mean, I feel like being on this journey is already so stressful and can probably feel very lonely sometimes, but you have your brother, you know what I mean? So chat with me about, you know what I mean? Kind of the importance of that. Oh, it's so important. Like it's so funny. We're not a very like mushy, gushy family, but I feel like we can talk about each other in a good way, Yeah. Um, but not to each other's faces. Yeah. So Micah, I actually live with both of my brothers currently. So we're all very close. And Micah has been involved in music with me since the very beginning. Actually, both brothers, Micah and McLean, we all grew up playing in the same band at church. But Micah and I are the ones that kind of continued on to want to do it as a career. And so having Micah willing to like travel with me to kind of be my band leader, 
it's like you said, it's such an isolating thing when you're gone, you know, every weekend and in all these places that you don't know and you don't know people and like trying to do your thing and trying to like keep up with normal life back at home. So having a piece of your family on the road, it just makes it 10 times better. Like you feel safer, you can trust them and like they're there with you making those memories with you. I'm sure your parents are thrilled. Oh, they're so thrilled. They're so involved too. They love to come out to as many shows as they can. And they hang out wearing the face tees all day. I call them my human billboards. They just walk around like selling merch (laughs) off their bodies. We actually recently were at a show. um, I think it was Faster Horses. And my dad sold the hat off of his head and the shirt off of his body like in the crowd. I was like, Micah, you have to give dad his shirt so that he can give these people his shirt. (laughs) I love that. That sounds very much like, like my dad, you know, I've gotten to bring him to do a a couple of cool things. And he's always like, this is my daughter. And so I'm like, dad, like, please stop. (laughs) (laughs) So did you and your brothers kind of all move up to Nashville together? Kind of talk to me about that migration of, Hey, we have to be in Nashville. What did that look like? So my dad and mom, worked my dad worked in Nashville for a music business company like years and years ago it was called integrity music so he knew enough that when we all became musical he was like you have to write songs so i did not grow up thinking like i have to get to nashville i'm going to get to nashville it was like oh this person in a limo is going to show up at my talent show and they're going to like take me to stardom or they're going to see me walking around the mall and they're going to be like that's the one you know <laughs> i love it I get to college and I'm trying to figure out where to go. I know that song I'm about at this point I'm writing, writing, writing. And so Belmont was like naturally the next step for me, the songwriting program. And so I moved here. My brother was a college athlete. And so he was always in between, you know, sports, music, sports, music. And he had an injury his like junior year that kind of set him back a little. And he was just like kind of burnt out on it. And so he saw me get to Belmont and I'm like, I just saw Keith Urban walking down the street yesterday and like, miss people, like all this like chaos of just excitement. And so he wanted to be a part of that. So he moved here. And then the oldest brother, McLean, actually got into um, nurse anesthetist school, CRNA school here. He was, he had stayed in our hometown, but he was going into this program, anesthesiology. And so he applied here and he got in and he was like, I'm going to go. We're just going to live together and like have this fun stage of life. Oh my gosh. Well, fast forward, you are a part of one of my favorite things in Nashville, CMT Next Women. Oh my goodness. I feel like Leslie Fram is a goddess for putting yeah. that together because I, I love chatting with women that sing country music, obviously, because that's what I grew up on. You know, I mean, I my last name is Dixon. So my dad thought he'd be really punny and get me a Dixie Chicks album or the Chicks. Oh my goodness. Album. And so that really started it for me. So I love seeing this like new class of strong women, not only like come to Nashville, but be celebrated and recognized. So walk me through like your team told you, or maybe I don't, what was the story of how you found out? Cause I always love, love hearing that. You know, it was just really, really special. I, it wasn't anything like super over the top, but it was something that was coming up. And so they, we had like a meeting that day and they let me know, and they kind of let me know the other girls in the class. And it was just such a surreal moment to be like recognized in that way, because, you know, those are girls that I've been doing life with and riding with and working with. And so for us to be like all together going through this milestone, it was just it was so special. And then like the the night of the event actually was like really breathtaking. Like I had never been to the event before. 
So seeing what they did with that room and it was so stunning. And then my favorite part of the night was actually, you know, all the girls tables were kind of in the front and then they would take you back when it was like your turn, you would come sit down. It was like when it wasn't my round looking up and seeing the other girls like singing along to the girls that were on stage playing. It was like there was no too cool for school vibes. It was like we're all here to like be excited for each other and we're actually like fans of each other. Yeah. And I love that that community is so fostered in Nashville. But I think one of my favorite songs or well, I do have a lot of favorite songs that are yours, but favorite things about your songs is your songwriting is so clever. So how do you approach a song? You know, I mean, are you one of the people that have a million song titles in your notes in your phone? You know, I mean, kind of walk me through that process. You know, it's it's so odd that this is like what we do for a living. <laughs> Because you can do it any way you want. I find that the songs that I end up gravitating to the most or love or want to sing or want to really like finish out. Like I can't tell you how many songs I have that aren't finished um, are the ones that I literally will be doing some random task. Like I'll be cleaning my room. I'll be washing my hair. I'll be washing the dishes. I'll be like cooking a meal, like doing something random or taking a walk. And it's like, I don't, I didn't even realize this, but I'm always just like singing to myself. Like I'm a little crazy girl. <laughs> <laughs> Me too. <laughs> and, yes. and I'll just like start mumbling something. And then every now and then like something will come together and it's like, oh, that's an idea. And then maybe I like voice memo a little piece of it and take it to a right and kind of like pitch that idea out or the typical, like in conversation, you hear something, you write it down. Um, or it's just like something that you're really feeling or really going through. Um, so, I mean, it's, obviously different for everybody but it's just so magical that that's how we get to like process our feelings and like share who we are with the world yeah I love that so I know you're happily engaged so don't mess with exes did that come from the man beforehand is this like a a true story or is this kind of like a a good PSA to everybody out there you know whether you're engaged or married or single I mean I think that everyone has an ex of some sort which as I say that I was literally talking to my best friend yesterday and she's like I don't have an ex like I've never had an ex I was like that I've never thought about that like she's never had an ex it's like a serious relationship to turn into like a goodbye. So anyways, I feel like most of the time people can relate to having an ex. And that is a part of my life at some point before my, you know, sweet fiance, as I call him. Um, (laughs) But I think it's just a general rule. Like I'm the kind of person that if you kind of like fool me once, you're not going to fool me twice. Like it's really hard for me to get over that and to like trust you again. So that is kind of my cardinal rule. Like we don't go back here. Yeah. And it kind of applies in like friendships, relationships. Like I'm maybe it's something I need to work on. (laughs) No, no. But the songwriters on this track for Don't Mess With Exes are insane, including one of my other favorite females, Miss Nicole Gallion. So talk to me about that. Yeah. What was that writer's room? Like, I always want to be like the fly in the wall at whether you're like in an office somewhere at somebody's house. So how did the flow of that song kind of come out? So writing with Nicole is one of my favorite things. She's absolutely incredible. I mean, you know, her name speaks for itself. Um, But she has been so kind to me and like writing with me and being a part of my journey and just like I could go on and on. That specific day, we were riding with my producer, Brandon Hood, 
and Nicole. And we had come in and I had like just been on a trip to Texas and I was feeling like super inspired by this whole vibe. And I'm obviously a big George Strait fan. He has all my exes live in Texas. So I was kind of like, I have a couple of little like witty lines that I came up with about like some Texas stuff. And I feel like it's time for a new all my exes live in Texas. So like, how do we do this? And we literally like dug around on this for a while, like probably an hour or more of like different flows or different vibes. Like we were like, do we want it to feel like this? Do we want it to feel like that? Like, how should this go? And then we like stumbled upon the title, Don't Mess With Exes. And we were like, wait, like, has that never been done? And so we were like, you know, go on our Google search and we're like, oh my gosh, like we felt like we struck gold. Like we were so excited. And so then we're like, that's what we're writing. We found the vibe. And Honestly, that song was so much fun. We like almost every line in the verses was like an ex's rhyme. Like it, it was just like, and I never just text in, send in a message bigger than Texas. You know what it says when you send it. Like we were like, this is so like crunchy. We loved the vibe. And then Brandon did the demo of it and just like took it to the next level. Yeah. And it, it made it really special. I love it. And I love the visual that you put together. The music video for it too is so fun. So how... Does that translate like, you know, do you sit down with your team and you're like, this is my vision? Is it very much a team effort? I think it was such a fun transition. And I love the whole like diner waitress vibe. So talk to me about just the creative process for the music video. So for my whole EP, you can tell that like the visuals are all in the same world as we call it. And that whole thing was very specifically like my vision. Like when I was writing these songs, when I was starting in Nashville, like I was so specific about wanting it to be in my hometown because my hometown is so much of what shaped me. So I was like, I can't take everyone to Hull, but I can bring Hull to everyone. So the passion for me was taking everyone back to my hometown and like showing them a few of my different favorite things. So like hunting season was shot in the backyard of my house I grew up in. And then all like so many of those people, there were no like hired actors. It was all like friends and family that showed up and pitched in the whole weekend. And so Don't Mess With Exes specifically was shot at the restaurant in my hometown called Billy Meadows Hot Dog Stand. And it was like one of my favorites that I used to always go to. I still go every time I go home. And my grandparents used to go like, it's just such a tradition. And so I was like, I have to do a video here. Like it's the perfect vibe. Oh my gosh. I love that. But uh, I promised my friend Marco that I would tell him this, that him and all of his buddies listen to country girls before they go out. So I promised him that I would tell you that. Wait, I love that. This is a group of like macho, big, like D1 dudes. That's the best thing I've ever heard. go out, listen to this. So he's like, Bobby, can you please tell Mackenzie this? And I said, you got it. Wait, he has to send us a video. That's what we need. (laughs) Yes, I will absolutely get that next time we go out. But when I heard that you were going to put your spin on this song. I got so giddy and so excited. So, you know, I love that you get inspired when you're washing your hair or washing the dishes. How did this come to be? And I know we're just celebrating a big anniversary of the song. So did that have something to do with it as well? You know, I wish I could say I was that clever and timed that up, but that honestly (laughs) just like happened. It was lucky. Yeah. (laughs) Um, The original kind of vibe for this, obviously that's a song that I love and have grown up singing. I feel like everyone knows that song. And so I started like writing, going into some rooms and trying to take a different approach on writing and being like, okay, what do I need for a show? What do I want to sing when I'm standing on stage? It's like a different like 
feeling, a different approach. And so I was like, I really want to write the country version of Girls Just Want to Have Fun. And it was with my brother and Ben Williams and Kyle Clark. And so it was just like a fun group of people that I'm super comfortable with. And we weren't scared to like try something that wasn't going to work. So Kyle was like, you should just do country girls just want to have fun. And we were like, wait, like, should we, could we? (laughs) And so we were willing to like take the risk and write the song and go for it. And we, we didn't know if it would ever be able to be used or not, but we were like, okay, let's give it a shot. And if worse comes to worse, like we had so much fun doing this. And so we wrote it and we were absolutely obsessed. And it's hilarious. I have these little like BTS videos of us doing all the like gang vocals. And it's like, it's like country girls just want to have fun. Like just want to, you know, and it's like me and three boys. <laughs> kind of similar. Like the boy, it's it's for the boys too. I love uh, it. Yeah, clearly. I mean, clearly you're having some retired D1 guys bopping yeah. up to it before they go out. But I think another thing that I love about you is this energy that you bring to your live shows. We've been really lucky to see you at Stagecoach and then at CMA Fest. And then I got to see you at Country Thunder. So I've gotten to see you three times this year, which I feel super lucky about. But before I ask you about how you pick your set list, how do you pick your outfits? Because hot damn, your outfits are my favorite. Whatever you wear for CMA, I was like, I have to figure out where she got that. It was like that black... Think gold overlay. Outfits are always so on point. Wait, thank you so much. That means the world. You know, that's such a stressful part of this. Yeah. And you're like, you want to express yourself, but it's like, what's where am I gonna be? What am I gonna be doing? (laughs) Yes. So I actually have this like amazing like angel on earth. Her name's Brittany, and she has a company called Harpeth Goods. And so I don't technically have a stylist, but um I kind of come up with things I love. She kind of watches what I wear and she has this like vintage company and like goods thing, like literally a party barn just full of like goodies. And so we work together. I'll go out there and like pull some stuff from her. And it started off as me just like pulling stuff and wearing it. And then she kind of watched like what I gravitated towards, like what I paired it with. So now she'll send me a little more info. She'll be like, I have this specific thing. So that piece was hers and um it's literally so stunning i had so much fun wearing that and it like photographed so well um and the quilt coat that i wore for cnt next woman of country that was her as well and then the like super bedazzled opry jacket mm-hmm. that mm-hmm. was also from her so she keeps wow. me like in the right lane um, and yeah i love it so how do you approach a show i feel like figuring out a set list figuring out the vibe is it different from show to show or do you kind of try to think keep things streamlined so you're in a good routine i mean i feel like it's very hard to go out show after show and keep the same energy for the same songs you sing over and over again so how do you approach that yeah it's so interesting because i'm still figuring that out a bit um this summer was such amazing practice but it was like my first super packed run of full band shows like literally back to back to back to back to back like I had never done that before and so it's something that I got to get some good practice on and then go back and be like, okay I think I would adjust here just here so for this summer we had a set list that was pretty much like the bare bones were the same but then obviously it's like okay well this set is 25 minutes this set is an hour this set is 45 minutes like how do you 
you know, change them. So it is constantly changing. It's really hard in my stage to get a good routine down. And then every now and then we'll be like, oh, well, we sing this cover and that person's also playing this show. So wipe that out, you know? And then um, adding songs that like, uh, like I was a writer on Megan's I'm Not Pretty. So towards the end of the summer, once that was released, I got to add that into set list and like have fun with that. So it is an ever-changing thing. And thankfully, like all these musicians in Nashville, they're like so good on their feet. Um, sorry, my computer just like shut down on me. No, you're good. I can see you. Okay. Amazing. I'll just keep going. Yeah. <laughs> um, but yeah, so that's kind of how it goes. It is ever changing, but it also tries to have some like similar structure. Love it. So to wrap things up here, you have had such an incredible 2023 and I'm sure you've checked off a lot of boxes, but if there's one more box you would like to check off before we turn over another Another year? Is there like one thing that comes to mind for you? Oh, that's hard. More good outfits. No. <laughs> no, honestly. Check, check, check. Um, Honestly, right now it's the wedding. Yeah. You know, yeah. it's obviously set in stone, so it's going to get checked off, but we're like 20 something, you know, the countdown is on. We're getting close. And I think that's going to be a huge mile marker for me and then straight out of the wedding into the Megan Maroney tour where we're going to get to sing this duet out and see how people like it and then wrapping up the year you know with family I mean I have had a running and gunning like go 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 year so to wrap it up with such a special like life-changing moment and it's just going to be so special I want to take another moment to share even more about good sentiments this candle line is really special Partnering with your favorite musicians and their favorite charities makes Every Good Sentiments Candle the perfect gift for any country music lover and any occasion. Some of my favorite candles are Slot Machine by Caleb Lee Hutchinson, Come On In by Track 45, and Yours Tonight by Walker County. There are so many more to choose from, and $5 from every candle sold goes to a worthy charity. Get yours today at shopgoodsentiments.com. Good sentiments. That's all the country news I have for you this week. Visit allcountrynews.com for more news and content from your favorite artists. I'm Rebecca Porter, signing off for All Country News. My name is Rebecca Porter. I run Women of Country Edits and Marin's Girls on Instagram. Both seek to celebrate women in the music industry and all things girl power. Thanks for listening. The All Country News Podcast is produced by Horseshoe Media. You can submit your artist, organization, or event to us at allcountrynews.com for a chance to be featured. If you loved this episode, please rate and review our podcast wherever you're listening. Shout out to our friends Track 45 who recorded our amazing theme music for this podcast. All Country News. For more, follow us on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, and TikTok at All Country News. Visit us at allcountrynews.com to join our birthday club where you just might get a huge surprise from one of your favorite artists on your birthday. Subscribe to our weekly industry newsletter to get all the news you just heard in this podcast even earlier, delivered straight to your inbox. And check out a new episode every Tuesday right here. All Country News.